As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Hello, pod people, and welcome to this month, I almost said this week, this month's We Tried It episode. And this month means we are in quarantine. We decided to tell you guys a little bit about some quarantine hobbies that we picked up. Um, I feel like we actually just kind of did this one without even meaning for it to be a podcast episode. We actually both picked up quarantine hobbies. Yeah. So it worked out really well. Um, so we're going to tell you guys about those. And... Yeah, but first we're going to tell you what we are drinking. So, Jenna. We are drinking salted caramel coffee from Cool Beans. Mm-hmm. And I think we've... Sorry. Fiddling. Um, I think we've actually drank this coffee before on the podcast. Like, early mm-hmm. on, I, I want to say we, we did. Um, really a good go-to, you guys. If, you're, if you want to start out with drinking more flavorful coffee or anything like that, salted caramel is a good one to start with. Good flavor, smooth, 10 out of 10 recommend. can stick some salted caramel creamer in there, or you can just drink it black, or do whatever you do, and it's it's pretty dang good. So, my question is, Jenna, do you like flavored coffee more? I feel like we're evolving. We're, yes. we're growing. Yes. So, I might have asked you this before, but like, where are you at today? Do you like flavored coffee more, or do you like just a light, medium, dark roast, no flavor to add, adding to it? Uh, I think if I was going to go for a flavor... Because I think that, 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 I don't know, I'm, I'm really about, like, mm, I'm not saying that your light, medium, dark roast can't have an experience to it, but Mm -hmm. I like having experience with the stuff that I'm drinking, the food that I'm eating, kind of trying to take a more European approach to, like, food and, and, you know, ingesting things type of things. Because they have, even, like, the French have this thing where they, like, take three bites and like the first the first bite of your food is is you know um saying hello to the food and the second one is welcoming the flavors and the third one is your farewell bite realizing this is going to end soon type of thing so they do that so sad right so they do that they do that i think with like like super like they're super rich desserts or something like that or if they're just like at a taste test i don't know exactly how it works but just having more of like instead of just being like i need to eat this because i'm hungry being like well what's going on with the flavors and that and the other and actually which is actually really good for your digestion right and actually having an experience with your food and experiencing the flavors and taking time to appreciate the fact that you have food on the table instead of just being like see i have been learning to appreciate the flavors and like natural like caught without the flavor added because i was a flavor girl yeah and now i've just been really liking like the more natural fruity 
fruity. Fruity. Fruity notes and stuff in my coffee. I really like the yeah. lighter and the Ethiopian. And so. All that kind of stuff. That's where I'm at right now. But. And that probably comes with, like, with, with more, with more, um, like, quality coffee. For sure. For sure. Comes yeah. with more quality coffee because if you just go and get, like, a plain, you know, like, Dunkin' Donuts blend oh, or like plain Starbucks blend or something like that. It's it's not good. No. So yeah, I hopefully there's a lot of things I want to do when I'm a little bit more financially stable, mm-hmm. and you know that would definitely be one of them is actually experiencing some some good coffee, some quality coffee on a daily basis instead of just as like a treat. Which it can be kind of expensive. So mm-hmm. when you buy a pound of coffee at Cool Beans, it's like thirteen ish dollars, mm-hmm. and buying a pound of coffee actually less than a pound, I think they do 12-ounce bags from Cafe in Sioux Falls, is like $20. Mm-hmm. And that is gone for me in a week. So Brady and I consume, we figured it out, it's about three pounds of coffee in a month. <laughs> Which is so expensive because we yeah. order like the good stuff. Right. So I've been making like thirty pa- $30 orders of coffee like every so That's often. hilarious. Yeah, it's out of control. So See, I've actually, I've actually, back to like that, um, like, like, ex- like, experience type of thing like I'm trying to make coffee be more of a treat instead of like a daily necessity it's my daily treat which, though it's your daily, treat. daily treat I know but um surprisingly enough I've actually cut back on coffee like a lot yeah just saying something mm-hmm. anyway that being said um just want to jump in ready to go any other um what are they one of, my pod- one of my podcasts says housekeeping any other housekeeping updates? We're still in Gettysburg. We've been, I've been here for over a month. Jenna's been here. You'll be here about two weeks. Yeah, right now. A little over two weeks by the time I leave. By the time you leave. A little over two weeks. Jenna's still making cow pills. Still making cow pills. I'm I ran out of labels today. Oh no. I think I've made like almost 20,000 cow pills. <gasps> wow. It's nuts. I ran the telehandler today, which for those of you that don't know what that is, it's like a bigger version of a bobcat, and it has these two little, um, little poke things. Little prongy things that lift yeah, up pallets. That, yes, yeah. but I wasn't lifting up pallets. I was lifting up these, like, big old barrel things and stuff and carrying them and dropping them, and it was kind of fun. <laughs> I actually know how to use it. And I, like, loaded it up with tires, and I went over to the spot where I had to drop all the tires, and I, like, tipped it over, and all the tires rolled off, and it was so satisfying. <laughs> So, we're still working our farmer jobs here, so it's yeah. all good. I I need the world to go back to normal. I know. Very, very soon. Very soon. Hopefully it will. Anyway, is that, that's all we have for that's updates? That's the end of our housekeeping. Alright. We back. We back. Back again. We here. Uh, you start. Okay. So, the first quarantine hobby that I have picked up is knitting. So, I actually did not know how to knit at all before, um, and I tried to learn in um, a club, a little club meeting. Thing. A knitting club? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was like, it's for my major. We have like um, FSRM uh, club or whatever, and one night was supposed to be knitting night, and people tried to teach me how, and I could not get it. I was so bad. So, um, we have a family friend that knows how to knit, like, a crazy woman. She actually has been spinning her own, like, sheep wool and stuff, and she's, like, she's out of control. So, she taught me how. She actually sat down with me for a couple hours, and I'm on a roll now. So, I'm I'm done with my little, like, 
practice project where I'm just practicing my little knits. And, mm-hmm. What are they called? I don't even know what they're called. I don't have no idea. Every time you do like a little segment, it's called something, I think. But anyways, now I'm making a little washcloth. Now yeah, you're making a little washcloth. And it looks really good. Brittany, you, will you teach me how to knit? Because I don't know if I'm good enough to tell you how. Okay. But Marcy can teach you. Okay, cool. I'll have to go over there sometime this um, week. Yeah, so I was, like, going at it and everything, and Brady, like, walks by, like, 15 minutes later. He's like, wow, you're really booking it on that thing. And I was like, thanks. can appreciate a woman who knits. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you ever crochet in high school? Yeah, I, my grandma crochets, so I actually learned, like, elementary or junior high from her, but I don't remember right. how to. Right. Do you think that it, knitting is easier or crocheting is easier? Well, I don't remember how, but I think I've heard people say knitting is harder. Haven't you? I feel you? like it. I feel like it is. So, I feel like it is. Yeah. So why don't you tell us about one of your quarantine hobbies that goes right along with this. That goes right along with this yes. because we have seen each other's notes. Um, my, one of my quarantine hobbies, if you haven't guessed it yet, is crocheting. I, I picked up, I, like, I probably learned back in junior high, mm-hmm. one of, pretty much one of my, like, adopted moms, my mom's best friend. She taught me how to crochet back in the day. And I made a very lopsided scarf for my American Girl doll. And then never touched crocheting again for a very long time until actually after my um, car accident in high school, I had such bad, like, anxiety that I couldn't sit still. Like, I was just, like, really nervous for a while. And um, someone said that I should pick up, like, a like a fine motor skills hobby, like, something to, like, keep my hands oh. busy because I wouldn't be able to, like, sit down and, like, watch a movie or anything like that and just relax I would always be like like wired like I just drank like two glass like cups of espresso on that note Jenna is always moving her hands on the podcast and the last like three episodes Jenna I've been like I need to get you a ball like I know it's really bad it's really bad I always need to be doing something and and I don't know that's just been a thing like ever since Mm -hmm. like I I haven't always been like that but now it's like Mm -hmm. ever since two stress balls yeah, I'm just I'm just a little ball of anxiety. A stress triangle and a stress ball. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Why the triangle? <laughs> I don't know. When I donated plasma, they'd always give me a little triangle. Oh, that's hilarious. I, it was a squeezy triangle. I don't know why. That's hilarious. Um. Anyway, and so I picked up crocheting, and I actually crocheted a whole entire blanket. Oh. Like through high school, and it's like still on my bed to this day. So and now I'm working on ask, yeah. a floor puff. Floor, floor puff. Floor like poof. What's that? Like a like a poof. <gasps> that you're going to sit on on the floor? That I'm going to sit on the floor. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I'm hoping that it actually turns what out. What are you going to put on the inside of it? Um, I don't know. You don't know what that's prob- going to be. I probably am going to need to, like, sew a pillow up and then put the cover over top of it is oh. what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's a Is good how idea. that's going to happen. So, okay. yeah. We'll see how that goes. Last time I used my sister's sewing machine, I ended up jamming the bobbin. So, oh, yeah, I don't use sewing machines. Yeah. Anyway, so that, I have also picked that back up now in quarantine it's nice because I feel like I have a lot of hobbies and a lot of little things that I love to Mm -hmm. do that I haven't had time to do and now I get to do um if you guys uh this is obviously called you know we tried it so if you want to try it crocheting is pretty dang easy like there's tons of tutorials on YouTube Pinterest whatever Mm -hmm. and it's super easy to do I want to actually try to make one of those like cute little crochet tops Oh, those are so cute. Those I want those little crochet so tops. So, the goal of me learning how to knit, because I saw Marcy make herself the cutest, like, cardigan that was knitted, and it was, like, oh. you know, like big sleeves and bigger. You guys, it had a total Free People vibe. When I asked her where she got it from, I was expecting her to say Free People, because right. it was 
that was the vibe that was going on with it and she said she made it and this was back in december so that's what my goal is that's what my goal is on it and so i'm like she said she'd help me make a sweater eventually but i'm not there yet i'm working on a washcloth right now working on a washcloth working on the square my little stitchings or whatever they're called are looking real good but um it is possible and then another thing about knitting and i'm sure crocheting is it's really nice because if you're like sitting on the couch in the evening and you're watching a show or you're talking to people, or even after a meal, like, Marcy will li- literally bring her crochet project over here yep. after she eats, and she just works on it yep. while talking. Yeah. And it's, because sometimes, like, just talking can get a little boring if yeah. the topic goes to something you're not interested in. You guys, learn how to knit your crochet. Like, right. Just Don't stare at your phone. Yeah. Don't stare and at your phone. And that's why it really helps me not, because when there's nothing going on, sometimes you just pick up your phone. It's literally habit. Right. But when I'm, like, have my little knitting needles. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. And, like, it's not something... Like you said, you can you can do it while focusing on something else. And there's mm-hmm. not a lot of things that you can do. Like if you're like painting a picture or something like that, yeah. you're pretty focused on painting that yeah. picture. You know, you it's not like you can paint a picture and watch TV at the same time. Right. Like a lot of the time or something like that. So yeah, it is really nice that it's a hobby that you can do something else with at the same time. Yeah. That's just something I wanted to point out because it is important to know. Yes. Okay. So my next one is cooking. And I've always been... I've always been a chef, you guys. I'm like, I'm just joking. But I've always been, I always cook. But I have been cooking more of a variety. So the first thing that I made the other night was samosas. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, the, like the little, the little vegetable dumpling thing. Yeah. So it's actually like a little like a pastry, um, square that's and inside of it is, um, potatoes and peas and all these different things. And it's an appetizer that you can get when you go to an Indian restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they are so stinking good. Like, they're one of my favorite things. I order that and naan when I go to an Indian restaurant. And I made them. And it took me, like, three hours. But they are so good. And they taste authentic. And it is amazing. And then along that line, I also made naan. And it was really good. And then I also tried... Did what? you, did you see that meme? It was like, okay, so obviously everyone's been panic buying, right? And yeah. ever, now that everyone has their whole house is filled up with toilet paper and can't buy any more toilet paper, everyone's right. like, there's no flour on their shelves. Everyone's buying tons of flour and being like, worst comes to worst, we'll make our own bread, right? right. Because people are just ridiculous. And somebody posted, and they're like, here's, and it, it's like, because naan isn't very many ingredients. It's like four ingredients, right. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And so someone posted, this is the easiest bread to make, whatever, three ingredients, and posted a recipe for naan, yeah. right? And then someone posted underneath it, and I was like, this is a little politically incorrect, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Um, someone posted underneath it and and was like, day whatever of quarantine, white people discover naan. Do I just people discover naan? <laughs> and that was the hilarious, like the funniest thing in the world, because like, it's this easy, like, flatbread. And, and it's like, oh this my god, Probably some, like, white chick named Karen didn't right. know Did, anything. No, right. Oh my gosh. Um, and so then I also made a new curry recipe, and then I also tried healthy no-bake cookies. Look at me, I'm on a roll here. And then the other thing that I did is I got inspiration from Jenna because Jenna made chicken alfredo pizzas and posted them on her Instagram story. And I was like, okay, what do you all put on this? And then she told me. But then I used my mom's homemade chicken alfredo sauce. Oh, stop it. Yeah, so it was like the whole thing was homemade. It was so good. Anyways, yeah. That's that one. That's that one? That's all you got? Okay, what is in your healthy no-bake cookies? Oh, okay. It's um, oats, honey, um... They're, oh my gosh. Um, it calls for coconut oil, but I didn't want them to taste like coconut, and so I used butter, because 
Right. I mean, I can consume dairy if you can't. That's obviously why the coconut oil is a thing. Cocoa powder, um, peanut butter. You can use any sort of nut butter if you're allergic to peanut butter. And I want to say that that was about it. There might have been, like, some vanilla extract in it. Okay, Um, does your coconut oil taste like coconut? Because my coconut oil does not taste like coconut. Oh, so I read online that, yes, my coconut oil tastes like coconut. Okay. But you can get a certain type, um, certain, like, pressed or certain, some sort of, there's a certain type of coconut oil you can get that, and it said on there, it said, if you don't like the taste of coconut oil, get this coconut oil. So that's what you have. I'm not sure what it's called right now, but But that would be But literally, my coconut oil Mm -hmm. does not taste like anything. Yeah, which is kind of nice, like... For some things like popcorn. Right, right, right. Because yeah. I don't want my popcorn to taste like coconut. Taste like coconut, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, so I, my next one is, uh, I don't know if you can call this, like, a hobby that I picked up, but, you know, you can only clean out so many things and do so many projects mm-hmm. before you start losing your ever-loving mind. And some of my projects you can do while watching the TV, so bear with me, but I recently decided that I'm going to watch the Marvel movies... From the beginning to the end. Now, do you know anything about the Marvel Universe? No. I mean, I've watched a few, but I don't really know. Okay, so pretty much there's, like, all the, you know, there's the Iron Man movies, there's the, like, Thor movies, there's the Hulk movies, Mm Ant-Man, Captain Marvel, the Avengers, now there's Guardians of the Galaxy, now Mm Spider-Man's starting to come into the mix, like, all these different movies, right? Right. And the thing is, is that, yeah, you could just watch... Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, or you could just watch Avengers 1, 2, and 3, 4, I think there's 4, and all of the Marvel stands are, like, coming for me. But, um, pretty much, if you don't, like, there's, there's stuff in, like, Iron Man 2 that will only make sense if you watched, like, just for example, I'm not saying this is actually thing, if you watch, like, Thor 1. Okay, right. Or not Thor 1, like, Hulk 1. Or, you know, there's stuff in Avengers 1 that'll only make sense if you watch, you know, the five right. Marvel movies that came before it type yeah. of thing. And, I mean, you can watch them without seeing all the other stuff. Confused, but there's, though, like... Because I have done like that. You're, like, a little bit confused. And also, there's just some really good, like, I would say inside jokes and comments that just make sense and make the experience more enjoyable if you know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I've seen like a fair chunk because my sister Clarissa and her husband Matthew are pretty avid Marvel fans. Okay. And and so so they kind of got me into it a little bit. And then I was obsessed with Benedict Cumberbatch because um, uh, he was in Sherlock. He played Sherlock Holmes in that TV, like, the modern-day version of, like, Sherlock Holmes as a TV series for a while on, I think, British Broadcasting Network. Um, anyway, so, I drug Serena along to the, um, to the Doctor Strange movie with me, and another thing about Marvel movies is there's always a two clip, there's always one or two clips after the credits. Oh, right. So there's either, like, one at the end of, like, the cartoon clips, or there's one at the end of the, like, black, like, the black screen credits, or there's one at the end of both. So you literally have to sit through the entire, like, 15 minutes of credits to make sure you get both of the clips, because that's what real fans do. Yeah. So I think, I don't remember which movie it was, but I took her to a Marvel movie, I think it was Doctor Strange. Um, and we were sitting there and, you know, quite a few people stayed through the first cartoon credits and then there was a clip, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I made her sit there with me until the end of 
the last black credits i think there's only like one other person in the theater with us and we yeah. were literally standing by the exit and she's like i swear if there isn't a clip at the end of this i'm gonna kill you because we had been standing there for so long oh my was gosh. so late anyway that was just a little side story however was there a clip I think so. Oh, okay. I think so. That's the whole thing I'm but, waiting for. Yeah. I don't remember for sure if it was Doctor Strange or if it was another Marvel movie that I drug her to, but yeah, then whatever movie it was, there ended up being two clips. Okay. But, okay, okay. So I am taking an adventure through the Marvel Universe, starting from the beginning, okay. going to the end. I've made it through um, Iron Man 1 and 2, because I thought those were the first two it's not true. So now I have to go back and I have to watch, I think, there's a Hulk movie that's in there that I have to watch. I think that's, like, the second whatever, blah, blah. And um, they, the list that I found is uh, on, like, release dates, based off of, like, release dates. Mm-hmm. So it goes through, like, when they were released into the oh, public. okay. Not, like, chronologically, not the if that right makes order. sense. Yep. So, like, obviously Captain Marvel is kind of almost, like, takes you back to, I think, like, the 80s or something like that. Okay. The Captain Marvel movie that I think just came out, like, last year or whatever. Okay. Takes you back to, like, the 80s when the Avenger Initiative, like, first, like, um, the idea first came to Fury. And so, anyway. Anyone who knows anything about Marvel knows what I'm talking about. I was literally sitting there, and I drank a lot of Diet Coke last night because we had pizza, and I haven't had Diet Coke in a really long time, and I love... I won't indulge in pop very often. I will have, like, two, maybe, like, two or three, like, bottles or glasses of pop a year. Right. But last night, I was like, Diet Coke sounded so good, and so I drank Diet Coke, and then we got, while we were eating our pizza and watching um, the first Avengers movie, and my parents had no idea what was going on. So I was explaining to them, and then I was getting really excited, and then I was, like, going into the Marvel Universe, and I was explaining things at, like, a mile a minute, and they're just like, okay. And so then I informed my mom that she was going to do this with me, and uh, so, anyway, we'll yeah, see if she actually I sticks I have it. no idea what's going on right now, but if any of you listen, if watch If any of you them, listeners, you know, know. You know. And it is, they're, they're like, lighthearted and they're entertaining to right. watch, so if you're, like, done with TV series or anything like that, it is, in a sense, kind of, like, a series. Yeah, it is, honestly. So... Anyway, that's that's what I'm gonna be doing here until that's I go back hobby. to work. <laughs> okay, so my next one I put was more blogging. So I have a blog. Which I don't even know if any of you guys know this. I started it back in like, ooh, I'd say junior year, sophomore year of high school. So I have been uploading to it more often, and I have been putting some recipes on there. I put ideas to do in quarantine. This is like a little like, like ad for my little blog. plug for your little plug for my blog. <laughs> Um, and I've just been doing a few more things with that, and I also got rid of all the ads on it. I paid to get rid of the ads, because the ads were so annoying, and it's, like, always, like, just, like, junk. You know, it's not even, like, good ads that you're interested in. And it pops up, and you can't, like, read it, and it, like, interferes with, like, my photos and stuff, and it's just crappy. So, my blog is CameronFaithSweer.com. I got rid of the WordPress, because I paid for it. Wow. I know. It was like $50 for like the whole year. Oh, wow. It wasn't bad. And pay pay for your own, yeah. Your own name. So it actually, yeah, it worked out really well. Um, Okay, so I really love blogging. It's something that I just enjoy the time doing and I enjoy writing out my hobbies and like sharing with people. Kind of like how people like to do YouTube, which I would really like to do YouTube, but Jen and I were just talking about this. The editing takes so much work and so Mm. much skill. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know how to do it. I've tried to edit a couple videos, and after editing it all day, and then watching it, it looks like 
something a literal 10 year old would have made right like it's just so well it's difficult. so hard unless you have like good soft it's so hard unless you have like good software and we even talked about that with like our audio for this is mm-hmm. that like the good software and the good equipment and everything like that it takes to actually make something quality is so hard to to come by you know right. you have to like put a large chunk of money into it and a large chunk of time and so and you kind of yeah. want to be making money you know you're gonna make money like it, right like the youtube too if you're gonna buy a youtube camera i looked up like the nice ones that most like fairly good youtubers make not even like the big big ones are like eight hundred dollars yeah and it's like wow that's a lot so yeah just been doing a little bit more blogging writing about things i like sharing recipes that kind of stuff so you can check it out if you'd like or you don't have to let us know if you have a blog let us know if you do yeah or a youtube channel um my next one is i have been getting i've been trying to get myself to do more on the piano because i took piano lessons uh, for a very long time my mother made me take piano lessons for a very long time which I'm glad that she did but now as I'm getting older and I'm kind of getting away from it I'm really losing I'm really losing some of the skills that I had right yeah and so I'm trying to get a little bit more into it so right now the song that I'm working on is Falling by Harry Styles oh you know you know that one and the music video is him like underwater yeah. and such a good song such a dreamy song if you guys aren't like don't listen to harry styles new stuff now you're really missing out he's truly like a good artist okay like i know it's kind of hard i i feel like a lot of people are missing out on him and people (laughs) who are like good music fans because there's like oh he's just some boy from from you know boy band or whatever but i was talking to a friend the other night and i told him like i'm like you need to listen to harry styles because he really is an artist like he put work into finding quality people to be in his band he he has pulled in so many other like musicians and artists to work on his albums with him like the uh, he has a drummer on one of his um one of his songs i think it's called she who um did some drumming for uh, he i think he's like 80 years old and did a whole bunch oh, of drumming wow. for like big names back oh, wow. in the day and yeah just an incredible okay. guy he has great music taste i have one of his playlists saved in um in my itunes and all this stuff anyway really great if you're not on the harry styles train yet and you like any kind of like indie alternative mm-hmm. kind of thing that needs to be your jam. You need to look into him. I have don't a sell him short. Yeah, don't sell him short just because okay. he was in One Direction. Okay. 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 You're missing out. I have a couple of his songs, but I need to go check out the rest of them. Apparently. Yeah. You really do. You really do. Okay, my next one is reading. So I used to be, I don't know if anybody listening to this had AR. I know that it was like a thing in a lot of towns. So Accelerated Reader Program, and you would like get tons yep. of points. And if you had the most points, like you get prizes and stuff. And it was always the nerds who had, like, a bunch of, like, AR points and the kids who were reading all the time. A.K.A. Cameron. And that was me in, like, uh, elementary school, maybe junior high. And then you get busy and you stop reading and all this stuff. And I forgot how much I loved reading until quarantine. And so I just finished. I know I recommended this book and I had, like, started it in a few episodes back. Where the Crawdads Sing is literally on my top five of my most favorite books. Have you read it? No. It is so good, and it is written so well, and the way she writes is really beautiful, and everything flows together, and just the way the chapters line up, like, it's an actually, like, really well-written book, and, I mean, you can be really interested in a book, and it, like, have you tell the end, but it could be not well-written. Yeah. Which, that's what I'm going to talk about next. The other book I read was called Behind Closed Doors, and it is going to have you tell the end. You do not know what is going to happen. It's pretty much, exactly, yeah, yeah, tell the very end, tell the last page. 
but it's very choppy. Like, her sentences mm-hmm. are short and choppy. She doesn't, like, flow and have, like, apostrophe, not apostrophe, she doesn't have um, commas, and she doesn't use, like, different, like, conjunctions very well. It's very, like, choppy, mm-hmm. and it just seems kind of like is written, like, in AR, the books are it's rights like what the reading level is it's probably like a fourth grade reading level like it's really it's just not written super well and the evil character i'll just say that in it is just like cringy at times like the things Mm. she makes him say it seems like it's a little forced yeah yes very forced and i was like okay this is it's just very odd you guys but it had me till the end so that's what i've been doing i've read those two books i have two more from the library to go so um, I'll keep you guys updated, but Where the Crawdads Sing is my number one recommendation right now. You have to read it. What's it about? Um, so it's about a girl, it would have been, um, I think it was 19, yeah, middle of the 1900s, like 1950s to 1970s is about when it's based. Pretty much she grows up really, really poor, and by the t- time she's age 12, everyone is left. So she had like five siblings, but her dad's an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and her mom, so her mom ran away, and then one by one, the, all the kids ran away. And so by the age, uh, maybe even younger than 12, like 8 or 10, um, her dad had died at that point. And, but I, I need to backtrack a little bit. She had to live several years with her dad alone, mm. like ages 6 to like whatever. She never went to school. Um, she hid from people that tried to come take her. And so she taught herself everything and grew up all by herself in this little like shack. Crazy. And, yeah. And it's right by the swamps, like in the so- southern, in the southern part of the U.S. And so pretty much... It's about her story of, like, growing up there, but then it turns into, like, kind of a love story. Mm. And then this one guy takes advantage of her, and then eventually there's, like, a murder in the mo- in the book, and you don't know who it is till the Ooh. end. And she's just kind of, like, twisted into all... Like, she's yeah. in all of everything that's going on. She has a little bit of... A little bit... Of, she's in a little bit of all of it, so... Yeah. Do you remember those books we read in high school from like the church library yeah there by like jenny b jones yes and there was the Love one where jenny she b. went jones. from like from like california to like podunk something or other with yes. her mom and russell her husband do you remember them? i loved I, that i was thinking to myself here i'm like i want to reread those and then there's the other one where it was the the like the rebel was like fostered by the pastor and his wife yes and like the I, the front cover was like a movie strip or something like yes. that and she was blonde and i don't those it, were so good yeah. but the one <laughs> the what made me think of it was the one was like a sleuth remember and she had and there was the newspaper guy like the cute newspaper guy okay the, i don't know if i'm remembering but keep telling me okay the one with the, where the mom had the wrestler husband okay that series remember that series no it was the one where she went from the city to the to like oh, cow dunk, yeah, I do whatever. That. Yeah. Okay, and she had the and there was the cute newspaper paper boy, and she, she who wrote for the newspaper. I'm sorry, and okay. then she got to the writing for the school newspaper too. Okay, and then she turned into like this little like small town sleuth by accident because she was chasing oh, a story out the story is, oh, for yeah. the newspaper. You remember I now? Yeah, I want to reread it. I think it's Jenny B. Jones, so, so that's what I'm going to be reading next. Yeah, so if you guys are in high school, those are good books. Yeah. Because they the are... The two series by Jenny B. Jones. Yeah, they're really, they're really good books for... Yeah, and they'll, for, and they'll for keep, that age. You, yeah. keep you hooked till the end. They will. Um, okay, so my next hobby that I have been into lately is watercolor. So mm-hmm. I actually took art classes through junior high and most of... And some of high school. And, um... And... My art teacher, she never actually taught me watercolor because oh, she, she hated the medium so much. 
Oh. And I think that that's what sticks in my mind anyway. And she's like, it's difficult. You won't want to try it. We're going to do this instead. I'm like, okay, sounds good, whatever. So, yeah. you know, she taught me, you know, um, like pencil, charcoal, yeah. pen, like ink, whatever. Um, got me a really nice set of like the dip ink pens and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then she taught me oil, which I'm honestly glad that she taught me oil and everything that went along with oil painting more than watercolor because watercolor is kind of simple enough but like oil painting you have like different kind of um like chemicals and different stuff that science that goes along with it yeah and all that kind of stuff anyway I was like you know what I never learned watercolor I kind of want to try it so for Christmas I actually um uh asked for a set of watercolor paints and um got my set of watercolor paints a really nice set and I had never I just hadn't had a chance to like pull them out or do anything with them mm-hmm. I honestly think I was like a little bit scared because I'm like I'm gonna be terrible as I don't know what I'm yeah. doing and then finally t- quarantine rolls around I've cleaned my entire house cleaned out every cupboard three times and I'm like okay oh. and so uh, I pulled out my watercolors and I started going for it and I'm like hey this isn't so bad yeah and, and Jenna made yeah. me an avocado painting. It was, like, on a card. It's on yeah. a card. That's the only watercolor um, paper that I had were, like, the little note cards. Yeah. Um, and it's an avocado, and, like, she does, it's, like, the avocado split in half, and it has, like, the little pit, and she has all the different, like, colors in the pit, and it looks so good, and I should probably post a picture to our Instagram, but I'm going to put it in a frame and hang it in my new apartment that we're getting in August. That's going to be cute. Um, with that though, if you guys are wanting to try something like artsy or crafty or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. during quarantine, but you're like, that's just not who I am. Just go for it. I agree. That's the whole point with like arts and crafts. It's supposed to be fun. Like no one's, a, you don't have to be a professional. Someone literally puts a heap of laundry in a corner and sells it for $2,100 or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, art is very, <laughs> art is very, um, what's what about the word that I'm banana? For? What about that banana? Yeah, the Wait banana like tape to the wall. A million or something. So, what I'm saying is if you are getting that artsy itch, go for it. Follow it. Follow it. Even if all you have is like some craft paints or a pencil or mm-hmm. whatever, finger paints, I don't care. Go for it. Everyone can be an artist. I love that. Okay, so my next one is film camera. So, <laughs> <laughs> this has been a journey. And I'm here to help you all if any of you guys are interested if any of you are interested in film. So I wish that somebody would have told me all these things about film and I wish it would have all been in one place. Like I was like asking people and like Googling and like all yeah. this stuff. So I'm just gonna tell you everything I've learned so far. And who knows, maybe we'll be able to do a whole episode on film cameras once me and Jenna have got a little bit better idea of this. But my mom gave me her old film camera a while back, took it to Arizona, snapped um, a roll of film, and it was was good. Everything didn't have any issues with it. It was fine. But my aunt down there helped me with it. So I get back here, go over to Jenna's house because we're going to shoot some photos for the podcast, try to load up my film camera. Pretty much a bunch of stuff happened. My film got jammed in it. Her dad, who... um, knows film cameras but doesn't know like the newer automatic ones wasn't able to exactly figure it out so um anyways ended up destroying like two rolls of film in this whole process but looked it all up online figured it out um found the little whatever it's called tells you how to work your film camera anyways no I don't know what it was but anyways so I'm here to tell you, first off, that you can get your film from Walmart, because everyone was telling me that you could not, but if you're getting 35mm film, you can get it from Walmart, and also, the different numbers on your little, like, film rolls, like, 400 and 200 and all that stuff, does mean something different, so you need to, like, look up what you're going for. Yeah. 
And then afterwards, after your film, after your film's all complete, if you have a camera like mine that's automatic, it will like roll it all back up for you. Or I think you might have to crank it with the older ones. Um, yeah, to? mine you have to crank. Yeah. So then once you get your film back, then here comes the tricky thing during quarantine is shipping your film in. So, Jenna had heard about, you said the dark room, right? Yeah, dark room. So, that's where I went on. I went on to the dark room. I filled out everything about um, how many rolls I had, if I just wanted to get my um, photos uploaded online, or if I wanted, like, prints and all that stuff. I'm just doing photos uploaded online, and I'm about to ship two rolls of film in. It's kind of expensive. It's $12 a roll for them to, like, process it. So, I'm looking at $24, plus I had to pay $6 shipping. $30 $30 to get two rolls of film, and one of them has 35 photos on it, and the other has 24. Yeah. So, it's kind of a more expensive hobby, but I hope that helps you guys a little bit. I know I was kind of vague. Someday, but... when we have, um, like, actual houses, we can um, just add a film developing a dark, room. A, right. a dark room. Because yeah. you, you had texted it, you had texted me, and I was actually waiting for a message back from my film friends. Yeah. And Because I have, like, three different friends who do film photography yeah. and so I messaged them like oh I have my own darkroom I develop my own photos and I'm like hmm cool because I asked them I'm like right. where do you get your film developed and like I develop it myself and I'm like I live in an apartment I know well and it's not I don't think it's that difficult because I've heard of people sorry I didn't mean to like spit on you but I've heard of people who say that they do develop their own and like there was somebody in Sioux Falls who did it and she did it for nine bucks a roll so it's gonna go through her but then she's like yeah I've stopped doing it I'm just doing it for myself now I wonder if she got too busy mm, or something maybe so yeah I hope that was I hope that was a little bit helpful. Just know that you can yeah. get your film from Walmart and it's um the only film that they have there. I think it's um starts with an F, is it like I don't know. I'm not even gonna try to say it now. Fuji? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I think it's Fuji and you can also just ship it in to get it developed. Um I'll let you guys know how it goes, how the photos come back and all that stuff. But yeah. yeah. That's something I've been getting into. Yeah. We'll keep you updated on that. I am a, a few paces behind Cameron in that regard, but I have a a lot to learn, though. I was thinking, honestly, if you guys are interested in film, we could do, like, a whole We Tried episode on our our film film adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Getting it developed. All that stuff. Um, Okay. My next one is cooking. I tried making gnocchi. And... How was it? It was pretty good. It was good? It was pretty good. Turned out how it was supposed to? Turned out how it was supposed to. I like it because I let... Usually pasta, I'm not the biggest fan to just put, like olive oil and salt and pepper on mm-hmm. but gnocchi i can put olive oil and salt and pepper on and eat like five bowls and it's so amazing, amazing. yeah <laughs> so it just has that like je ne sais quoi yeah aspect to it so so good um and it's potatoes right yeah so it's like potatoes, potatoes flour um and eggs i think is it okay pretty much um and then my next one is taking baths <laughs> I thought this was just kind of funny, like Jenna's Marvel one. Um, I've become a pro of taking baths, throwing the Epsom salt in, t- lighting the candles, reading my book. I, for a while there, I was taking... It's a whole experience. I was taking a bath, like, every other day, so... That's pretty good. So, that was mine. Quick, easy one, but hey, guys, if you need to relax, need some you time, want to feel pampered, you need to take a bath. Take a bath. Maybe put a face mask on, a glass of wine, or tea. Yeah. Have some tea. Have some tea. Have some tea. Yeah. So, 100%. it's really good at detoxing you if you have, like, Epsom salts and stuff in there, too. Yeah. It's, so. Yeah. It's really, really, really nice. Yeah. Um, if you're like me and your apartment doesn't, oh, doesn't go any, <laughs> doesn't go any hotter, because like, me, I like my baths to, really to, to, like, burn my skin off, and, um, so I will... Before, while I'm boil getting off. my getting my stuff ready, I'll put two pots on the stove to yep. boil, and I put my tea kettle on, yep. and I'll fill it up with my water all the way hot, yep. and then dump that stuff in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yep, so that's how I do mine. Um, my next one is my mom. She, this isn't so, my mom. This isn't so much a hobby, but my mom the other day, I'm helping her where I'm making the cow pillows at that office that she does books for. Yeah. And so she's like, Jenna, come out here. And I'm like, okay. And so I go out there, and she's like, we're gonna go home, and then we're gonna make fairy jars because when it's not too busy, she'll look up like a YouTube video here or there. Yeah. And one thing that she had really wanted to learn how to do. Oh, I think it was actually over our lunch hours. She was looking. Oh, okay, okay. And so she was looking up. Um, she was looking up different like crafts to do and stuff, and she found these things where you like cut out silhouettes of fairies, and then like. And then, like, paint it white, glue the mm-hmm. the silhouette of the fairy to the inside of the jar, like, stuff some greenery in there, and then put a tea light in there. Oh, cute. And it looks like this, like, little fairy jar home, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You should give some to your nieces. Yeah. Well, only one niece. Well, your other niece is a little, is a little young. Two nieces. But yeah. you can give one to Adriana. Yeah. Um, and so, Sunday, we made these cute little fairy jars, and it actually turned out so, so cute. I wasn't expecting it to turn out that cute, but I think, um, I... We made them just for my mom to put in her garden. Oh, okay. Because if okay. I had a garden, I would take it home, but I don't think I'm going to. But Aww. it was just kind of fun to do, to, uh, you know, do something crafty. A little different, yeah. A little different, a little crafty, kind of fun, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. It was fun. 100% would recommend YouTube fairy jars if you have a garden or you want fairy jars in your garden. It's kind of cute. Okay, so my last one is Adobe Skills. And I don't know if I've... Have I talked about that on here at all? Working on the Adobe, mm, like, know. Lightroom. There's, like, there's Lightroom. There's Illustrator. There's, um... Anyways, they're all, there's all sorts of them. And so, pretty much, if you guys have seen any sort of illustration, any sort of posters, um, anything like that, when people are doing any sort of, like, um, graphic design, any of that stuff, they're doing it on the Adobe, like, CC programs. And so I have been learning how to do that a little bit better. I have to pay for them for classes. And a couple of my classes required me to have these projects done, but means I've had extra time. I actually like went all out on the projects. Like usually mm-hmm. I just kind of like wing it, wing it. Yeah. I just like submit it and like I get a fine grade, but I was like, I want this to look good and I want it to be something I'm proud of. So I made a poster for Coffee and a Combo, which I mm. posted to our Instagram, I'm pretty sure. Or if I didn't, I posted it to mine. So maybe I'll share it after this. Um, and so I have been improving my skills and hoping that I can, I don't know, I think it'd be so cool to do some freelance work someday, yeah. like make graphics and stuff and illustrations. So I've been improving my Adobe skills. So it's a good thing to be working on during quarantine if you have the programs. And then my last one is plant research, you guys, because here's my deal. I love plants so much. I love plants so much, and I want to have so many plants, but the thing is, is they're expensive. And you kill them. If you kill them every single season. Because, look, what will continuously happen to me is, like, my my plants and I, we're going good, we're going good, we're going good, and then, like, I'll have them for, like, a year, I'll have it for, like, six months, or I'll even have it for, like, a year and a half, and all of a sudden, it'll just go, dead. Dead. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What is happening? I'm like, I didn't change anything. How's it just dead? And so now I'm, like, looking, and I'm following some different people on on social media, and, like, that's one of... So tell me, because a lot of you are succulents, am I right? Yeah, and I'm figuring out that succulents are, like, finicky. Are kind of finicky sometimes. Because I think what the issues I've had with succulents is I don't realize that I'm overwatering them, and so then they start to rot from the bottom inside. And so then all of a sudden, like, they're they're drooping, but they're rotting. So Mm. I'll, like, pick it up, and the whole bottom of it's dead. Literally, the top is just not rotted yet. Right. And so I... While I've been here, I haven't been watering my plants in Brookings, and every time I go back and check on them, they are thriving. 
Because I used to water them, like, once a week. That's probably And it's been, like, issue. once... It's been twice a month I've been watering them. And they're, like, thriving. Wow. Just, just saying. Okay. I think we're figuring something out about the succulents. figuring something out about that. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, but the thing is, is I was just, just doing succulents. Yes. And they would die, like, all the time. And I'm like, okay, this is dumb. Succulents are supposed to be easy. My cactus is supposed to be easy. Right. My cactus is turning black. Not easy. Not easy. Wrong color. And what's actually so ironic is the two plants that I originally got that I thought was going to die, which one is, like, leafy and kind of almost, like, um, like, uh, you know that sweet potato vine? Yes. It's kind of, like, the pretty leaves. Ooh, I like that. It's, like, almost, like, tie-dye pink and green splotchy (gasps) leaves. Ooh. So pretty. I got that, and then I got, like, a flowering, um, kind of, like, um, um, like, bushy kind of thing. Okay. And I'm like, I'm going to get these two, and they're both, like, leafy and delicate. And so I'm like, these two are for sure going to die. Yeah. They're the only things that have survived from my life. Uh, th- I have one succulent that I got from a farmer's market in Holland, Michigan. And, which, guys, if you haven't experienced Michigan um, farmer's markets, you are literally missing out. Literally, if you just go, if you're into a farmer's markets, this is a bunny trail, you're used to it. If you literally just go to Michigan to go to some of their farmer's markets, they're life-changing. Okay. Like, they're the best farmer's markets, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Will do. That being said, <laughs> that is the only one that's alive. And then... And she bought, like... You had, like, 20. Yeah, I had a lot of little succulents. Like, little and tiny And some of them ones. lasted for, like, a year. But now... So, I bought, like, a little a little grouping, like, two years ago, and then I bought another little grouping, yeah. like, a year ago. Okay. And from both of those little groupings, I now only have, like, four that have survived. My two little leafing ones, and then two of my little succulent ones. So, I do want to say also, I don't know if this is an issue for me, but I found that I have to put them, like, kind of by where the heater is at by the window in the, mm. in the wintertime, because they get too cold in South Dakota. The yeah. winters are really hard, and then if the sun isn't shining enough. Right. So... I mean, give us a little credit, you guys. We live in a tundra, so... Yeah, which is really hard. Trying to grow desert plants is difficult. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I think that I'm going to go to, literally, I googled low-maintenance yes. houseplants. <laughs> low-maintenance houseplants. And I have the found... The lowest of the maintenance. Um, it's, like, something is called, like, a ZZ plant you're supposed to get, and there's this other, like, snake plant that you're supposed okay. to get, and then something else that I can't fill a dill, fill a drip, something. Anyway... You're supposed to get, and so I have a list of plants that I'm going to get as soon as the greenhouse opens back up in, um, in Sioux Falls, because they're supposed to be, like, low maintenance okay. and low light yeah. and all that kind of stuff, so hopefully, hopefully that'll work a little bit better, um, but yeah, I think I'm done with succulents, but done. <laughs> in my research, I have found quite a, like, there's a whole social media network of plant people. Who give each other tips and tricks oh. and talk about plants and all that kind of stuff. So though those are a few people that I've actually started following on TikTok because they'll leave little like oh. videos and stuff. So you're pretty much a plant person now. So now I'm a I'm like in the group. You're I'm like the in the mix. Okay. I'm following the people. Okay. And then we'll just see if you can keep them alive. Now. Yeah, we'll just see if we can keep them alive. And if I can't keep them alive, then I'll start posting. Yeah, you should. And then that will your, bring other people plant tips into the plant world. Yeah. yeah. And I think I also want to get a small box garden to put out on my patio. Oh. I actually really like that. That's a, that but it might be a good. little late for that in the season. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. You never know. Well, that is a wrap up, you guys. Hopefully. Well, I feel like quarantine should be almost over, but if it's not, or if these are hobbies you want to pick up, 
We have hopefully given you a little advice or you can DM us and ask about it. Um, make sure and follow us at Coffee and a Comma Podcast on Instagram and also, um, also at Coffee and a Comma Podcast on Facebook. And what's our Twitter? <laughs> I think I it's know. I think it's Coffee and Combo One. Coffee and Combo, combo One. Okay. Yes. Follow us on Twitter. Jenna is our tweeter. I do. I, tweeter. I, I tweet the tweet things she every once in a while. Um, and make sure that if you enjoyed this episode, that you go and you leave us a review and rate us on Apple Podcast. Um, subscribe. Subscribe. Follow us. All that good stuff. All that good jazz. You guys know Helps the drill. Helps us grow. And we, are, and we are growing. We close. are growing. We have so much coming for you guys. You don't even know. And it's all possible because of you. Of you. Yeah. We love you guys. And, and we'll be here again next week. Next week. So tune in for next week's episode. Support for this podcast comes from Magic the Gathering Arena. You know the name. Now play the original strategy card game for free on your Mac or PC. MTG Arena delivers everything you love about Magic and more with an immersive digital experience full of explosive action and rewarding challenges. Collect powerful cards with four new sets every year. Jump into a diverse lineup of game modes like Brawl and Historic or challenge your friends to find out who is the true deck building master. New to Magic? No problem. MTG Arena gives you the tools to become the next Magic Pro. Learn the basics at your own pace and unlock 15 decks just by playing. Download Magic the Gathering Arena for free today. Available on the Epic Game Store. Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details.